0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Petey. I am here to announce that, that's right, you've already read it. This is an 8mm dissection. Oh, thank God. I'm so fucking excited to be doing this again been a long time coming. Um, the hamster's out of the picture. He uh, he had to move on with his life and uh, start doing some other stuff. And I myself was in the middle of all sorts of business as well. So we just uh, kind of stopped doing the show for a while. And um, I didn't have anybody to do it with really. And, and I was looking for somebody that I had the same kind of chemistry with that I had with, uh, with Josh. So Unfortunately, he is out of the picture, but we have found another great host, and uh, the show is back in in perfect style. I mean, it's exactly as it was before in a lot of ways. Uh, it's just one different person. That's all that really has changed. It, it still took us over three hours to do a, a two-hour, 26-minute movie. So we still babble plenty. It's uh, still just a lot of fun, a lot of back and forth about what we know, what we liked, what we didn't like, um, pontificating on, on what things mean and all that good shit. It, it's, it was just a great fucking time. Uh, but again, as of um, as of now, we're doing it in two separate segments due to it's just, just being so long and cumbersome for a, a single listen through. Uh, so you'll be looking at uh, basically two hour and a half shows. Um, and as I mentioned before, we've also got a new host now, so get ready to meet him. But enough babbling from me without any further ado let's dive into this show here comes the intro to eight millimeter dissection yes Fuck yes! Eight millimeter dissection finally back on the gentleman's inquiry page. This is PD sitting down with a new person this time. Uh, the hamster is officially out of the picture of these, which is why they stopped happening for so long. Uh, so we've uh, brought in a gangsterish motherfucker named Jesse. Say hi.
1: How are you, everybody? Doing? Hello! He's got such
0: a cute voice. Listen. I do. See that? It's in your ear holes. Yes. It's like penetrating your brain a little bit. I'm fuck your ear hole. Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> 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 Alright. So for our <laughs> big return big return. Fucking huge. We're gonna have a red carpet event and everything. Uh, no, we're not. Um The Shots. Shining. The fucking shining. I had watched this movie and that I say that loosely, watched. <laughs> uh probably two or three times ahead of doing this. And, and I say loosely because, like, the simple fact of, like, I was watching it this time, I was like, oh, they're supposed to be the caretakers? Like, I didn't even realize that the few times I've watched this ahead of time, which, like, if that's any indication of the state of mind I was in when I was watching it, well, here we are. But I've been excited to do this one because it's nice to have an appreciation for a movie that so many people have talked about over the years, especially being a horror fan. I should have enjoyed this movie and sat down and given it the attention it deserves long ago. So I'm glad we're fucking doing this, man. Yeah,
1: my my favorite movie probably my top five. I would have to say my my top five, um, especially with being a Stanley Kubrick film. I mean, it's uh, it's it's an iconic film. I mean, the funny thing is the funny thing is Kubrick hated it. He hated his rendition of Stephen King's book.
0: Really? Which is
1: fun. Yeah, it's it's funny because it it, it turned into one of the most iconic movies ever.
0: Easily. Yeah. Especially of of the Stephen King movies that have been made. Well yeah, I mean two stand out. This one and it. Hands down those oh, are yeah. the only two anybody gives a fuck about. Exactly. Sure there's some there's exactly. what Maximum Overdrive is out there, Pet Cemetery is out there, there's Cat's Eye, but like nobody gives a fuck about those movies. Why? Because they don't hold a candle to this. No,
1: I mean the funny thing is too, I mean, with, with being Kubrick, I mean Kubrick's got just stupid amounts of great movies. I mean just to name a few, I mean The Shining, of course. Uh, you have uh, Clockwork Orange, which I mean, is. If you
0: haven't, you must.
1: You mean, yeah, you need you need to watch it. I and mean, as horror the
0: based as this show tends to be, I think that would actually even be a fun one to cover at some point. Oh yeah, just because it is so twisted in its own. Yeah, way. Yeah,
1: I mean, I wouldn't even consider The Shining really a horror
0: movie. It's almost more of per a suspense se- thr- yeah, thriller it's a, it's in its, its a own sp- way. Yeah, yeah. it's a suspense
1: thriller. Is is really what it is? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. Again,
0: one of my favorite movies of all time. Kubrick movies are fucking deep. They are. <laughs> they just always are. And That, that dude's brain thought differently. No yeah, doubt. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's, there's some parts in this movie. I mean, a lot of it makes sense, uh, and I guess we'll cover it towards the end. But <laughs> once it hits the end, it's it's a little fucked. I mean, because you there's some, sh- there's some shit in there that you just don't expect.
0: No question. No question. Um, and then uh, one thing we were talking about before we even started the show is just that there's a documentary on this movie called Room 237. Um, and all those fucked points really get explored in that movie. I mean, they go really deep into, oh, this was the meaning in this, or this right. could have been the meaning for this, and oh, what about all this grandiose stuff that ends up sort of folding into one uh, lump sort of... I don't know if uh, "principle" is the right word or, or what, but like they, they just—he took so much and wrapped it up into one story. It was just crazy.
1: Well, right. I mean, it, the the big thing with with the Room 237 documentary is it, it, it goes into even some things as like as far as like the fades into different scenes. They mean something. Um, some of the clothing that's you know that's being worn, and we'll go. I'll, I have that written down mm-hmm. too, but. The clothing that's that's actually worn in some of the scenes actually means something. I mean, it's it's, it's, even some
0: of the adornments on the walls mean things, very specific. Yeah, there's
1: some really weird things uh, that they cover in that documentary of what's in this movie. I definitely recommend watching the film first. Just just watch The Shining just the way it is. And then watch the documentary and watch the film again. Because you're going to pick up on a whole bunch of different things that you never really even noticed. Uh,
0: warning, that's almost a 10-hour investment. So <laughs> it's true. Be it's prepared for that. It's very long. And you may very as well long. sit down and watch the Lord of the Rings series. Like, yeah. It's long. The, the it's, documentary is three hours. Yeah, but it, it's great. I, I, I recommend it. Totally fucking worth it. Yes. Um, but let's dive into this shit. Let's, uh, let's start out with... Uh, this this is one part of, the, of how we used to do, sh- do the show that I think is pretty important. And that's just talking about the characters to start out, yes. just to kind of give everybody a reference point if they haven't seen this movie. That's kind of why we, that why I like to do this podcast. Sure. Is, you haven't seen this movie? Well, this is a good introduction. We'll we'll explain everything that happens in the movie basically, right? And we'll give you our opinion of it, and that should inspire you in some way to want to go out and make your own opinion or see it in the very fucking least. Yes. So so a great place to start with that is just how the characters are laid out, like who the characters are, blah, 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 blah. So, you start out with the big feature everybody knows about, of course, Jack fucking Nicholson. Awesome. The perfect, perfect person for this movie. Absolutely iconic fucking role. I mean, you almost can't think of a more iconic Jack Nicholson role than this one. He's got some other huge ones, but man, The Shining is right the fuck there. There, there is some uh, some things I caught in this movie that
1: uh, I could definitely see his demeanor in this movie being pushed on some of his other ones. Like I could see kind of a correlation between the two.
0: You mean like how he handled the character, kind yes. of translating into other characters Specifically later?
1: Specifically, the Joker when he played Batman. Oh,
0: I could agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, 100. percent. Yes. Uh, beyond that, uh, we're kind of dealing with just a, a cozy little family that's sort of stuck up in the mountains for for a winter. So uh, there's not a whole lot of characters in this movie, which is actually kind of nice because, yep. A, it prevents <clears throat> confusion um, for anybody listening out there. It, it makes it just nice and straightforward so you know the basically four characters are dealing with the entire movie. Um, and it just it gives it this closed-in, homely feeling that this movie really needs to have. Well, right. I mean, the, the big thing with it, too, I mean, it's such a small-knit family that it really, really
1: drives you towards the actual story without having so mm-hmm. many characters that, you know, kind of have some some. Sort, I mean, there's there's definitely a few more characters in the family, but um, it definitely it definitely hones you into their specific story. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have Jack, <clears throat> you have Danny Lloyd who uh, who plays, Do- uh, Danny, or Doc Danny, or whatever yeah, they call. Doc, him. Yeah. Uh, then you have Shelley Duvall who recently just went completely off the fucking rails uh,
0: <laughs> in real life <laughs> yeah she
1: yeah if you guys haven't seen that dr phil episode i suggest you check it out because it's kind of fucked up i haven't heard it, it, it but I, I i've
0: i've heard about it but i haven't seen it it's
1: really sad I Is mean, it? it's so sad like because she she's got i mean i don't know what her deal is. i mean she's you know talking about people like looking for her and trying to you know like like uh she's getting people she's saying that people are like um you know, watching her and all this stuff its its, it's really sad. I mean, Some like
0: weird overlooking government type shit. Yeah, or? yeah, it's—it's—it's oh,
1: okay. it's, it's, it's that, and the, you know, people huh. that you know, just random people that are in the show business industry that are that are looking for. Her.
0: When she hasn't been in the show business industry, yeah, basically I mean, since what the late '80s or early '90s. I mean, because
1: really, The Shining is really the only movie that I remember actually being in that was an iconic role.
0: Yeah, iconic for sure. <laughs> yeah. Iconic for sure. Yeah, <laughs> relevant. Yeah, there might have been one or two more outside yeah, of that that really were relevant, cares. but yeah, I mean, nobody gives a fuck.
1: I mean, it's a, it's like doing you know some other movies. I mean, once you do the sh- something as, as as crazy as The Shining, I mean, you're you're I mean, other than I guess Jack Nicholson's case, I mean, your career kind of drops off a little bit. But
0: you have to be a fucking great to do yeah. better even after a movie like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but outside of that, uh, as you mentioned, Shelley Duvall, she is. Uh, the wife in this story, Wendy Torrance. We are dealing with just a, a small little family of three. So we just got the father, the mother, and the child. And then uh, we've also got good old Scatman Crothers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Chef Dick. Rocklander Chef Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Dick Halloran. Chef Dick Halloran. <laughs> he's a—he's actually kind of a fun character. Oh, he as really? As little is. as he is in the movie, yeah, <laughs> he's he, a fun character.
1: His bedroom makes me laugh.
0: Right? <laughs> oh, we'll cover that later on. <laughs> <laughs> so, those are really like the big characters of the movie. I mean, those four are the ones that you deal with pretty much start to finish. There's a couple, I mean, you got Mr. Allman in the very beginning yep. that you kind of deal with a little bit. You got Bill uh, you Watson. You got Bill, yeah. Who, <laughs> who's who's kind of like Basically the, just hangs out. He's like
1: the angry butler. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, fine, I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> just sort of tags along. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm here. I guess Mr. Allman, I will do that. <laughs> and then he walks
0: no, away. No, Allman, it's a left. It's a left. Take a left <laughs> here. Ass. <dumbass>. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's i mean by and large we're that i mean yeah, tony if you want to count tony as a character count, but it, it's a character yeah. within a character so barely counts i'm going to go fix that phone situation yeah go ahead.
1: yeah yeah with uh yeah with 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 tony it's more you know yeah it's not really it i mean it's definitely a character i mean he definitely plays a big part of the movie um he's just a finger <laughs> or, or somebody in a child's stomach Enough. that's really about it
0: but uh I think that really leaves us off with just kind of getting into it at this point. So yeah. let's start with the opening scene, right? So it leads off with uh, just a, a very standard establishing shot in some ways. Just yep. like, hey, so this is the setting that you're going to be kind of looking at for the rest of the movie. Right. And it's this nice sort of kind of leading into fall time of year um, up in the mountains of Colorado. Yep. And it's just kind of—it's it's a big helicopter shot, just kind of watching this uh, old-school VW bug winding its way up to this uh, gorgeous fucking hotel that are yep. that's in the mountains.
1: Yeah, you got uh, you got Jack driving in his car. Um, funny thing is, too, the the footage of the, the or some of the footage that they actually got for this intro uh, was actually used later in Blade Runner for the ending, their their happy ending, quote unquote. Um, like I said, I've never seen the movie, but uh, that's just kind of the, some
0: of the information that's on there. Is it a part of the actual like end of the movie, or is it yeah, like credit yeah. rolling? And this is what's it's, going well, it's, on. In the it's background. part of both.
1: I mean, it's it's mostly the credit rolling. I watched a little bit today, but oh okay, yeah, a lot of it's credit roll. Um, uh, one more thing too. I mean, just just a little bit of just a bit of background information on the actual movie too. I mean, because it, it's a Stephen King movie. Yes, it is. Um, so that's that's one thing that should be uh, announced too. And it's actually based. Um, so Stephen King actually stayed in the Stanley Hotel in Colorado, which is actually this this hotel
0: is actually based on.
1: Um, so yeah, that that's that's the actual. It's base a real hotel. You can go movie. fucking yep. visit it, it folks. Really is. I mean, yep. Yep.
0: It, if nothing else, just for the cool experience of a oh wow, one of the greatest novels written was inspired this by this place. This in this hotel, a way, you know. And man, there's some ominous music in the beginning. The music. I mean, (laughs) I was going to get there eventually anyway. Um, The first probably half hour or so, I was doing this at BioLive taking notes. And so I had headphones on as opposed to watching it on my television. And then I was just watching it on my tablet. And having the headphones on completely changes the experience. Like The music just becomes part of the movie instead Mm -hmm. of just being like, all right just trying to kind of give it sound while no one's talking. Right. It, just having that extra bass. I mean, maybe if you've got a surround sound system, you'll be fine. But, like, if you're just watching this on a standard TV where it's all treble and, and just fuck off. Try yeah. to put some headphones yeah, on if you can because on, it makes it. Yeah, put, put headphones
1: on this because it, it, it kind of sets a precedent of what the actual movie, what the actual movie is actually going to become.
0: It's um, perfectly scored. Towards the end. I mean, absolutely yeah. perfectly. Yep.
1: Yeah. And f- another really random fact... Um, so, the actual the hotel in the movie uh, is actually not in, shot in actual Colorado. Yeah? Did you know that?
0: No, I did not, actually. actually I totally the, assumed it was since the, it was in the mountains already. The,
1: nope. The outside is actually shot in
0: Oregon. Oregon, huh? Yeah. Huh. It's weird. weird. What's the name of that hotel? Do you know, by chance? That the, actual hotel. Oh, that actual? I don't know. I don't know if...
1: I don't know. I'm not sure what the actual one is called.
0: I'd that hotel's actually got the hedge mage, though. Then, right, or at least had back in the 1980 well, the, when this the movie weird, was made. The,
1: we'll, uh, we'll go to that a little bit later, too. But um, it, it's weird because there's a lot of different actual places actually. This movie's actually been shot at.
0: And that like, makes sense. I mean, that's pretty three, pretty normal, common Three
1: total places were, actually, and it's across the globe.
0: So. Right on. One um, well, actually, uh, <clears throat> one thing that I even noticed um, was that you can see the helicopter. In the back, it, it, like it's like a reflection in the water. Mm-hmm. You can see the helicopter taking the establishing shot. It's like I don't think that was supposed to make it in there. Yeah, but. that wasn't
1: supposed to be there. But uh, I mean, just a oh fun well. little thing
0: to look out for. Oh, well, it, it was one those, 1980. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of those continuance errors. was like
1: ah, oh, oh you fucked up. Uh,
0: there's, <laughs> a, there's a you're a fuck, not There's
1: a fucking helicopter. <laughs> oh well.
0: So eventually, this VW bug that's traveling down this fucking gorgeous highway. Uh, ends up at this, well, surprise, hotel. Hotel. Who saw that coming, right? A beautiful hotel. It me. is. It's enormous. Except the
1: carpet. It's fucking
0: ugly. You mean the ones in the hallways? Yeah. Oh, I fucking love that carpet. I room. love that old oh school, stuff, like 70s, a lot of geometric figures. So funny thing is, okay, so just just a
1: quick story. So we actually, uh, me and Michelle actually went to Rochester Saturday night and went oh, yeah, and saw a yeah, yeah. concert, right? So we stayed at a hotel in Rochester called the Kaler Grand Hotel. And I took pictures of it. I'll show you. The carpet is
0: very similar. Yeah.
1: And this was built in the 20s. There's haunted stories about it, too.
0: (laughs) And Yeah, it was. She actually mentioned this at work. Yeah, um, and uh, she she was talking to one of the older gentlemen that we work with, Jerry. She might have told you this, and he was, she was talking about like how it looks like The Shining hotel in a lot it of does. ways. And he goes, "Oh, this hotel!" Like he was able to just rattle it off. He's been there apparently. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh this one looks exactly like The this Shining." This is
1: fucking just a spelling <laughs> image. of This fucking hotel.
0: so it's not just like a, a one or two people that's like, oh, I like this movie," so I I have this likeness built in my head. No, somebody else who's like not even into horror movies is like, "Yeah, no, it definitely looks like <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> what they have made in that." Well, I'm never <laughs> saying there again. I'm <laughs> You know, see some twins and the blood and the
1: whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, I was waiting for it.
0: I was waiting for Doc to come rolling up in the big wheel. God damn it. That, <laughs> that's another really cool actually really thing that they play with. It's more than asking at this point. But So he pulls in and uh, it, it flashes the interview. Yeah, the interview. Uh, and this is really what allows the rest of the movie to take place basically yep. so uh jack in this case uh, jack Torrance, is there interviewing for a position to be the head i don't know if heady e- is even the right turn j- just the general t- caretaker of this place during the winter yeah um so we'll kind of start out with just what this initial scene is and he basically just walks in and uh y- you kind of get your first shots of what the inside of this hotel looks like and it's it's very yep. for the 80s and, and probably it would have been built in probably what the s- six they said 20s right is yep. that when it was built, yep. 20s? Yep. Yeah. yeah, because, yeah,
1: yep, 2021
0: 20, And it's got a lot of that old school feeling. It. It's got that sort of uh, prohibition sort oh, of yeah. flapper, yeah. but like it's yeah. all the rich people are flocking here yep. and it's just going to be fucking it's, cool. And then it just stayed badass as the time went on. So you kind of get to start to see all these big giant halls and this cool staircase that they have, like it doubles up on one side, yep. and then it's enormous on the way up to like the main floor area, and yep. oh, it's just it's just so fucking cool. And he, he basically just walks to the desk. Ah, I'm looking for Mister And She points him in the right direction.
1: Yep. So I mean, one of the one of the really cool things too, um,
0: with with this scene,
1: it's in, with this scene in particular. I mean, you see, <clears throat> you see Jack walking through, you know, past the lobby. To the taking a left into the actual office, right? Mm-hmm. You look forward, you see the blood red elevator. Mm-hmm. So, that's something that takes precedence towards the middle and the end of the actual movie. The crazy thing is that when what I noticed is when, he, when Jack walks into the office of Mr. Ullman, there's a, there's a, uh, a window on the back wall and there's outside, yep. right? Yep, but the crazy thing is towards the middle of the movie. That, that, that elevator right there has mm-hmm. a staircase going up it. So there's no possible way that that, that window could be there and showing outside.
0: Aha. They fucked up the map of the hotel.
1: I think they did, I think Kubrick did it on purpose. I think he, he talks about it in that documentary. He did it on purpose. Really? For some reason. Yeah.
0: That's a really small detail to do it on is. purpose. It is. It's like super small
1: many small details in this movie that are actually really crucial to the actual story too, is like even the fades from, from one scene to the other. If you pause the scene in a specific spot, it actually, it makes sense.
0: Like the crossover yeah. of the, of the two. Yeah. Things fading together. weird. Really?
1: Man. Yeah. Kubrick huh. is a genius. Like this, that <laughs> documentary. Holy shit. Made me respect Kubrick more than I ever possibly could. Just because of the fact of, you know, just simple things like a, a scene transition yeah. has some towards a meaning it's to it. It's got relevance. Yeah, it's weird. It's, that's, it's completely weird. That's so fucking deep. Yeah, <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, Jack is there, um, you know, interviewing for the groundskeeper. He wants to write his new book. You know, he, want, you know, he, was a pre, he used to be a school
0: teacher. Yep. Um, he, he explains it as more of a means to an end. Right, He's exactly. He's like, yeah, it's, not, it's obviously not what I wanted. Yeah, exactly. So he wants to write a book.
1: Um, that's what he wants to do. Um uh, let's see where we're at. So, yeah. Uh, so then we cut to Danny and Wendy. Correct. In their yeah. apartment.
0: Yeah. Almond's uh, like, hey, you want some coffee? And Bill's like, I, uh, uh, get, get Bill and you go yeah, get some coffee, Yeah, go Susie. get Bill Watson and mm-hmm. go get coffee. Uh, so, yeah, then we do. We cut to uh, get our first shot of Danny and Ms. Wendy.
1: <laughs> Smoking a cigarette and reading the paper. It's perfect. <laughs>
0: perfect. Perfect
1: image of the 80s. Kid is right there. <laughs>
0: Secondhand smoke don't fucking matter. Uh, smoke my cigarette. <laughs> and uh, they're just, they're just kind of discussing like uh, if he would be excited to go stay at this hotel for the winter. What yep. do you think about? It? Are you thrilled about this? Or are you excited? He's like, eh, it's all right. I mean, yeah, we can go. Right.
1: Yeah. He talks about you know, there's no
0: friends. You know to play with. Yeah, he, he's got. Stuff. He's already well, you know, like normal, normal kid. Shit. Probably like what eight or so. Yeah, I would it, say. It, and he's co- already got this sort of self-loathing attitude. He's like, Ah, there's really nothing for me to stay here with anyway. I mean, I got no fucking friends, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, all right, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. And she goes, Uh, well, I bet Tony's excited. Yep. And uh, so we get this immediate introduction into something that is very, very relevant in this movie.
1: Right. Yeah. You you would think when you first hear, you know, it's just a kid with imaginary friend, but right. it's a lot more than that. It's
0: an odd, creepy imaginary friend on top of things.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he you know, Tony begins to say, you know, I don't want to go there, Mrs. Torrance. You know, kind of the, setting the theme of you know kind of what's going to encounter uh, tor- towards the you know middle and the end of the movie. Um, and then you know Wendy asks, why don't you want to go? Tony, I just don't. Yeah, yeah exactly. I just I don't, don't yeah. want
0: to go. <laughs> Which um, again, imaginary friends. So like you're not expecting an in depth fucking explanation, I guess. But
1: well, then you got Wendy who is. You know, her character, I'm, I'm sorry. She, I mean, she, she's a, she's a she's a crucial part of the story, but she's just so stupid.
0: Which is vital almost to the way yeah, that the character's I mean, you played, have but to like.
1: Be just very, you know, oblivious to, you know, what possibly anything could happen, you know? Right. It's right. like, oh yeah, we're going to have a really good time. Yeah, it'll be
0: great. It's going to be fun. Yeah, again, I love it, Donna.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, it cuts back to Jack back in uh, Almond's office. Um,. And then Bill know, has now joined them. Yep. And then they're bantering back and forth, talking about, um, you know, Jack is saying, oh, you know, it's gonna be fine, you know, all of that fun stuff. So.
0: Yeah. Basically, he basically is just like, oh, so this is what the job is, and uh, yep. you're prepared to be locked here in for the winter, basically. <laughs> twenty <kind> feet of, <laughs> of, of snow. <laughs> where it goes.
1: Twenty feet of snow.
0: On average per winter, We're right? We're in Minnesota. I can't even
1: imagine Fuck. twenty feet of snow.
0: It's ridiculous. That's an insane amount of snow. God. I had a buddy that went out to California this uh, this last year, which of all places you don't necessarily expect there to be snow, but there's mountains up there, yep. so it still happens. Um, and he, he was up there. He's like, yeah, I mean, we get 18 inch snowstorms on a regular basis. Like, there's people out there that make <laughs> six figures plowing because it's such an important job out there i'm sure there's just so much fucking snow all the time there he was showing me pictures like he was just kind of walking through town and they were heading up to like the chalet i don't fucking know but like he was taking some pictures and like the houses were literally half fucking buried in snow every single one of them well
1: boss ain't going to work today well you know if you if you did that here in minnesota and your car was buried and your boss would be like well you're still coming in aren't you Like I'll pick you up? <laughs> nah, bitch. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Unless you got a fucking tank, I ain't going to
0: work. <laughs> fucking stay at home, man. <laughs> guys, no, I drive for my job. I'm not not yeah. risking my life for my job. That's
1: that's honestly that's kind of why I like my job because like if I can't drive far, I'm like oh shit, I can't <laughs>
0: come to work. That is carved all the hell. This thing has just been super carved this Is that yours? Time. Yeah yeah. It's just, this one's uh, easily been the most heavily carbonated. Um, but he goes. uh <laughs> At a certain point, Mr. Ullman's like, uh, and I would sort of be remiss if I didn't tell you about this part. Oh, yeah. Um, and he, he goes in to start explaining that uh, back in the year 1970, there was a tragedy that took place in this hotel. And he, he wants to basically be like, hey, so this happened. I know it sort of drives people away, but I got to at least let you know, again, you know, law or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he just starts to explain that uh, the, the caretaker in 1970 fucking lost it. Basically got cabin fever, couldn't handle the fucking yep. shit, and murdered yep. his family. Yep. Beat, uh, fucking chopped <laughs> him up with an axe, neatly stacked him, and then blew his fucking head off. Like, just brutal.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a metal story.
0: <laughs> it's, de- it's definitely... For, like, the first fucking ten minutes of a movie, that's a hell of a way to start well, out.
1: The crazy thing about that is, though, the way that Almond. This is why I like Almond as a character, too, because he really gives you... As a viewer, like the consequences of extreme isolation. Yeah. I mean, you don't think about it because you're not really apt to it at this point.
0: I mean, most of us don't experience extreme isolation ever. Barely isolation at all, much less extreme. And honestly, yeah, it's crazy, though, how
1: how isolation can make the most sane person go fucking nuts. It does. And kill their family as Grady does. As Grady does. As Grady does. Goddamn right. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jack, you know, plays it cool. He's like, oh, that's not going to happen to me. You know, and he accepts I like job. the isolation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm his. It's exactly what I want. Yeah. Well, you how's the old lady feel? Ah, she'll be fine. <laughs> so the
1: kids will love it.
0: <laughs> Just no regard for his wife and <laughs> child. They're going to love yeah, when, when I run, run
1: against them with my axe. <laughs> they're going to fucking love it.
0: Like, oh,
1: God. It's, I mean,. It, it almost seems like an act of desperation, a little bit, with Jack. I mean, because you know he he, he failed as a teacher. He probably failed as a teacher. I mean, he, pr- s- he probably did. They say you his know, lack he, of love for yeah, it he's is, like, is all uh, it takes. You for know, that. it wasn't my thing. He probably fucking failed at it.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Maybe you know some of the mental issues came into play at
0: the teacher position. Mm, That's could be. he probably lost it. He's like, and, oh, shit, I and, need a job. And I would agree with that wholeheartedly, because even from the very first times you see Jack on screen, yeah. you're like, boy, this there's guy's something, got something loose. Yeah, there's something off about him the
1: entire time. He yeah, may, he's 100%. Never, he's never 100% sane in exactly. the entire
0: movie. I agree. He is Completely. on edge the entire time. I took that, too. And Ullman was actually like a super interesting contrast to that, because he was so kind of... Benign and lacking. Yeah, of he's days like, about,
1: yeah, yeah, you know, if somebody it, kills somebody. I'm fine.
0: <laughs> so I have to tell you, that yeah, in 1970 there was a massacre here. Like he, he just like doesn't seem to give a fuck about much of anything. He's just sort of like I'm breezing through life, just trying to get home and have a brandy. You know, right, like, exactly. That's basically how yeah, all like, well, My job's done. I'm done. Meanwhile, explaining a massacre. You know. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I liked that contrast. So the, the clearly already semi-loony Jack, and then Mr. Elman just like, eh, whatever.
1: Yeah, whatever. It kind of yeah, it makes him like, oh, it's fine.
0: So fairly <laughs> unfazed Jack, and then we, again, switch back to a... There's a lot of jumping around, I noticed, in this there movie. There is a lot
1: of jumping. A lot, lot of back fades. and forth. Yeah, a lot yeah. of
0: fades, yeah. It, comes, it cuts to Danny washing his hands in
1: the bathroom. Um, brush or, wait, he's wa- No, he's brushing his teeth. That's yeah, he's what supposed he was to be doing. brushing his teeth, yeah. Um, and then he asks Tony... If, if, if he thinks dad is going to get the job. And Tony responds, oh, he already did. He's going to call Wendy in a few minutes. And then I think it cuts to Wendy in the kitchen.
0: Yep. Custod- yep.
1: Yeah, it cuts to Wendy in the kitchen, you know, doing her mom thing. Then um, the phone rings, and sure shit, is Jack.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, there's, like, a one brief exchange where before it switches over to Excuse me, over to uh, every th- the deal with, uh, with uh, fucking Wendy. Jesus, struggle hard on that. Um, <clears throat> where uh, Danny actually asks Tony, like, why don't you want to go to the hotel? That's right, sorry. And uh, he's like, I don't know. I don't know, I guess is more the voice. Um, and then he's like, yes, you do, fucking tell me, basically. And he's just like, now Oh, I and thought that was towards the after the Wendy thing. Yeah. Maybe I took it shitty notes. But, uh, yeah, regardless... Oh yeah, it would be after. Uh, yeah, because of how I wrote it. My good. bad. Uh, but basically, I mean, we didn't really skip anything there. No, uh, she good. basically just gets the news. Yeah, I got yep, the fucking yep, I job. Got the job yeah. You gotta head up whenever.
1: You and Danny are gonna love
0: it. It has this little, uh, this little <laughs> thing, and uh, it, then we get our first cuts of like, oh shit, that this hotel's got some bad juju.
1: Yeah, because then it cuts to, well, uh, because oh, Danny's persisting Tony. Yeah. To, to t- say why don't you want to go here? Yeah. And all of a sudden, boom. There comes the blood out of the red elevator.
0: Yep, you and get your uh, your first foreboding sign, sort to of speak. That then there, maybe yeah. you shouldn't go.
1: And then it quickly glimpse into the twins. Quickly, very quickly, very quickly, yeah, really yeah. quick shot of the qu- twins goes black, and then it cuts to Danny being looked at by the doctor, um, because obviously you know Danny's probably had these issues before. I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, it, it sort of seems so at, at this point, and then they sort of discuss it a little bit here at this uh, sort of juncture of the story. So he's now being checked out by this nurse, and uh, they're just sort of asking him what he remembers. Like, do you remember brushing your teeth? And uh, he's like, yeah, I kind of remember brushing my teeth. And um, Yes, Yes. blah, 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 blah. Says he
1: didn't see anything strange. And then all he remembers was talking to Tony. And then the doctor's like, well, who's Tony? Is that one of your stuffed animals? Nope, he's a little boy that lives in my mouth.
0: Hmm. If you open your mouth, can I see Danny? Nope, or can he I see Tony? hides
1: in my stomach.
0: All right, well, that's different. <laughs> and then he says, I don't <laughs> want to talk about Tony anymore. Yeah. No, that's in. just like When do you take that from an eight-year-old? Like, right. ah, I think we should maybe push this. Yeah, we should probably
1: <laughs> talk about your fucking mental issues, I think, at
0: this point. You have a little boy oh. living in your <laughs> mouth. That hides
1: it. What? We should probably call a doctor or, you know, a mental... Have
0: you been person? feeding your son paint chips yeah, by Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Like, you can already tell, not that they've been, like, fucking subtle about it up to this point at all, but, like, Danny's got some fucking problems. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. And aside from problems, he's also kind of got a gift. But, again, we sort of get we'll, into we'll that. We'll talk about that. A little more uh, later. Um, uh, and she asks, does he ever tell you things? And that's when he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore." Ah, oh, okay. Um, yep. And then they leave the room. Uh, Wendy and
1: the doctor leave mm-hmm. the room, um, saying there's nothing physically wrong with Danny. Um, but then she asks. Uh, but then Wendy goes along talking about how we got injured in nursery school. Um, but then it comes into the play of when Jack actually dislocated his shoulder.
0: Yeah, we find out that uh, Jack used to have a little bit of a drinking problem. A little bit.
1: Just a tad. And,
0: uh. then, he, and then she
1: tries to justify it the
0: entire time. Oh, yeah. Too. She's which, like,
1: oh, no, he is fine now. <laughs> which I think
0: is super indicative of the times. Like, yeah. that's a perfect peer into what it was like to be in a family in 1980, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, Sometimes oh, he, he just got a drunk dad. Mom's got to put up with that.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have a problem. He's, you know, he's, he hasn't had a drink in, like, five months. He just,
0: you know, use a little extra
1: force, you know, and shit happens. Yeah, Whatever. yeah, he, you know, he just pulled too hard and fucking broke his shoulder.
0: Yeah, so essentially Jack comes home hammered and uh, like a bunch of his school papers are just sort of scattered around. Yeah. Danny was doing something or another with him and just fucking had enough and yanked him up by his shoulder. Next thing you know, dislocated, dislocated his shoulder, shoulder. And they took him out of school for it. Yeah,
1: 3 years 3 years prior I think to what the actual story starts at.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um let's see here. And is that when they ask about when it started, right?
1: Yeah, and it was when uh, they actually moved. Or no, it was before they moved. It was at nursery school. It was before they moved to Colorado, I think.
0: Yeah, it happened in Vermont when he was still yeah. teaching. Yeah, yep. Um, and uh, she sort of just, like, asks a few more prodding questions, like, oh, when did he start experiencing Tony and all that stuff? Like, did it coincide with the move from Vermont to Colorado? Apparently she... it didn't. No, not really. It started, uh, oh, how long nursery, before? Nursery Nurs- school. Was it in nursery school that that started? nursery school. He started talking to him. yep. Uh, and then that's just sort of the end of that, you know. Um, he she basically goes on to just say, "Yeah, he, he promised never to drink again, and everything's been good since." You know, he hasn't had a drop sober for five months or whatever. So far, <laughs> so far, yeah.
1: Well, eh, eh, it might have, eh,
0: might not be real. We'll see.
1: His drink, his yeah. lack of drinking, rather. Well, when he drinks again, it might not be real.
0: Oh yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I see your point. Uh, closing day. you know. Uh, closing day. This movie does something interesting that not very many movies do. And again, as, as sort of Kubrick does, he just sort of has his own way about making a movie. Yes. Where sort of regularly, it's like they try to keep you up to date with what's happening on a timeline. Right, like the dates and I all that stuff. I yep. super appreciate. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of movies yeah. where it's like, Okay, how long was between these two things right, like exactly. that's super unrealistic for yeah. that to have just happened, and then that yeah just happened. he
1: actually tells you when this actual day well, I mean not in this case really specifically it tells you what day it it, it does, but it's you know it's gonna it's a it's a past date of so far mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is nice because then you know the um um uh the uh the creepy music returns
0: mm-hmm. it shows the whole family driving by the lake. And then an interesting conversation of the Donner party comes yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> that was
1: fucking funny. So Jack <laughs> so when the, when the when the scene starts Jack just seems annoyed already. Like just drive just he in does. the same physical space as Wendy and Danny. He just seems pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Danny, you know, just a sweet kid, you know, for now.
0: Yeah, for now. Talking about you
1: know who's the Donner Party, and then Jack goes to tell oh it's the family,
0: it's the people that ate people. <laughs> yeah, cannibalism. You know?
1: Cannibalism. They ate each other to survive. Like,
0: Which you would almost hope that a, an eight-year-old boy is like, oh, what's cannibalism? But he's yeah. like, oh, I, re- I heard about cannibalism.
1: <laughs> he, <laughs> he saw it on the television.
0: Ah, yeah. oh, he saw it on the television. <laughs> <Thank> God, <laughs> that's
1: the. Uh, it's a funny scene though because
0: it's just I don't know like between Jack being just pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: With cannibalism,
0: like if you weren't sure that Jack already had like some something weird and off in the first couple <laughs> yeah, of scenes, he's in this.
1: This definitely, uh, uh, definitely brings out, truth like, to that a little bit. I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> it's when people ate each other.
0: <laughs> Duh, they you're were fucking snowbound.
1: Had to resort to cannibalism.
0: So, just more of a a, a moment of like, hey, this <laughs> is sort of the family dynamic. Is basically what that scene sort of sets up, uh, and then they pop into the hotel. They're at the hotel at this point. Um, and they're, they're just, they get into the hotel and you can tell that like they're in the process of closing down for winter, um, which I don't think we explained super uh, effectively before. So like the, the basic idea here is that they're open from May to October every single year. So they close yeah. down for what, five months, six months. Yep. Yeah. Um, for the, for the winter. And Jack's job is basically just to, like, check on the boilers, make sure the areas that are getting heat get heat every now and again. Yeah. When make things sure start to go wrong, fix that fucking problem so that it doesn't continue to get worse. Make sure it doesn't burn down. Yeah, that's time. also a good good plan. But the crazy sure. thing
1: is, though, the fade from the family to the inside of the lobby where the guy's mopping,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's something to that, too. Like, it. And that, that documentary goes into need it. need to watch like that again, man. Crazy, because it... Especially after having done this now. Yeah, it seems like every fade has some sort of meaning to it. Like, not necessarily the fade, but the fade in between, you know, the whatever's in the previous mm-hmm. footage to the next footage, mm-hmm. once it meets
0: in one yeah, specific spot. Yeah, there's that crossover spot. spot. Yeah,
1: once it meets in one specific spot, it means something. Hmm. And it's
0: crazy because Uh, I would wonder if it's visually meaningful. Like if you would look if you pause it, you just happen to pause it at that exact right moment. If you would look at it and be like, Oh, oh look at that. Yeah, I mean it's it's not like in your face, yeah. Visual, but it's it's it's
1: symbolic somehow Mm -hmm. the entire time. God, that fuck. It's such that's why
0: I love this movie, man. Because there's always something new to learn. I'm excited about that shit. Um, so yeah, everything's starting to close down. And uh, Mr. Allman shows up, and he, I think uh, even uh, what's his nuts is Bill is with him a little Bill. bit. Bill, yeah, just sort of <laughs> tagging in tow.
1: I wrote, I wrote <laughs> on my notes that Bill seems like an angry little butler bitch.
0: <laughs> Accuracy, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> because when he uh, he says something, he's
1: like, "Fine," and then he just walks, he just <laughs> leaves. He's like, Fine. "Fuck this, I'm done. It's it's closing
0: time." <laughs> Fuck you, Alman. I'm done with you. The not nearly respected enough Jeeves of the situation. No, I mean, it's...
1: <laughs> God, it's just, he just seems so fucking
0: horrible. <laughs> Poor guy. Nothing to live for.
1: Um, but then we see the red elevator again.
0: Yes, yes. Um, he starts talking about sort of the, the beauty of the hotel and uh, that all the famous people used to stay here, dignitaries, yeah, presidents, presidents fucking... Celebrities. Important people from all over the fucking world.
1: Ah. Yeah. And then it shows in the Colorado Lounge, which is a huge part of this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Colorado Lounge. That's where Jack yeah, starts typing his, his novel yeah. or his sentences. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, let's be honest; <laughs> that's more apt. You could almost call it his sentence. Sentences times a thousand. One a billion. Um, Danny uh, gets shown off to the game room, and he's just sort of playing darts. Yeah, playing with steel tip darts—not just normal darts, but nope. steel tip darts. You know, yep. super safe for children, right? Yep. Uh, meanwhile, like the parents are sort of being ushered around and shown the facilities, and hey, this is what this is, you know? <laughs>
1: I describe these little twins fairly well here too. Um, crazy thing about this scene, though, is when you, <laughs> so okay, so we're gonna do this. So he looks behind him. He sees these dirty little succubus devil twins <laughs> standing there, staring. <laughs> I wrote
0: that for some yeah, reason last right. night. Yeah, you're right. That was a well described. And, <laughs> and he
1: sees them, but to the upper left of the twins, you see that poster, right? Did you see that poster?
0: Yeah, I didn't even notice it. No, I was still so focused there's on the a twins. Poster
1: there, of, it looks like somebody's skiing. Hmm. Okay. But it's not this again. This covers in the documentary. It looks like Bigfoot. Hmm. For some fucking reason, it's something weird. It's not even. It looks because the way you see it, it's it's a, it's the light hitting. Whatever this is, and it's all black. Okay. And it looks like Bigfoot. Or it looks like something, it looks kind of like seeing, but it's not.
0: Huh. So that's one weird. Do, do you recall at all, like, why they put that in there?
1: I don't remember exactly why. I'd be I'd, curious. I'd have to watch that documentary. it's just again. one
0: of those super small details. Yeah, and it's there's like, so why? many of them.
1: In the, in but there's, why? I think there's something about the the other poster to the right of the of the door. It's like a cowboy or something. There's something about that, too, I think. But then there's some random fucking phone booth
0: there too. Actually, it's vaguely weird. recall the uh, talk, them talking about the cowboy. Yeah, there's from something the documentary. there. Yeah, I, I do recall that exactly one. What it is, I don't remember the Bigfoot s- one.
1: Yeah, there's something there. Definitely something there. Um, no way. But then all of a sudden, the twins just look at each
0: other, turn around, hold hands, and meander off out the door. Twins to the fucking tens, like they're identical outfits the whole nine, like serious fucking twins. Everything you imagine in movies. Twins, um, so they walk away, and Almond's uh, like, "Ah, oh, let's. Uh, I want to show you to your apartment," and uh, brings him up there and sort of shows him the, the apartment. It's it's nothing special, you know. It's it's just this. Yeah, that one's carved all the fucking shit too. Yeah, Holy it shit, is so well. Yeah, well maybe lived. I should have put him in the fridge a week earlier. Nah. Carved a little too long. It tastes good though. I like it. It does taste wonderful. It tastes delicious. But then, yeah, this scene is
1: funny because you see Jack, just being a. You Know a man, you know, the girls walk by, say, mm-hmm. Oh, goodbye, mm-hmm. Mr. Allman, <laughs> and then Jack's turning around, yeah. like, Oh, uh, yeah, check that
0: out. Daring at them, I uh, are they staying for winter? <laughs> <laughs> Can they stay here? <laughs> it was like the apartment is like, as far as being like an apartment for nice. a hotel, it's, yeah, it's not bad at all. It's pretty, as Jack says, well, cozy.
1: Well, I mean, it's. Yeah. You know, the fact is too. It's like, okay, yeah, you have this room, but hey, you have the whole fucking hotel. Yeah,
0: and Alman is sure to point that out. He's like, "Eh, if you feel a little claustrophobic, ass spread out. You know. See, I think,
1: I think for me, if it wasn't so isolated, like twenty feet of snow in the wintertime, it'd be fun. Stay there for a week.
0: Did you imagine?
1: I was when I saw this movie the first time. I was little, and I was so fucking jealous of Danny riding his big wheel. Hell yeah! Inside, because that's the
0: hell yeah, the funnest shit ever. Got these cool little fucking circuits that he yeah. gets to run around
1: in. And, oh, there's a dear. really crazy story about that, too. We'll
0: that I remember it. being super, like, focused on for a while oh, in the documentary. There. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, there's a lot of focus on that uh, that part of the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, fuck. Where, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Showing the apartment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, fairly mundane, kind of whatever. Takes him up to the hedge maze. Like, ah, it's a fucking head mage. And then, you know, that's pretty much all there is and to know that, about that. It's just sort of like a, hey, this is going to come up again later is basically all that was. Um and then the snow cat, which is the same fucking thing. It's like, hey, this is gonna show up again later in the movie. Right,
1: exactly. Well then it cuts them to the maze too.
0: Um, yeah. That's outside. Yeah. The crazy thing about
1: this scene though is that hotel that they see is a shot in a completely different state. So that back of that hotel is different from the front. Oh no shit. Yeah, so it's a different hotel. And again, <laughs> room two three seven documentary, check it out. Um and then, you know, almond just you know, happens to say, Oh yeah, I think this is built on an Indian burial ground. Yeah,
0: they just sort of glaze over <laughs> yeah. that. It's
1: like, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> you might die at night. But you know this Supposedly was... they had to beat off a few Indians just built the place. Like that was the weirdest part of the entire movie. He's just glazed over it. Like I almost think that Almond's part of it. Yeah, in in a small way, right? Like he might be some sort of like <laughs> soul vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's just, a good word for it actually Who's just like, like Oh whoever dies here I fucking eat them And I get younger <laughs> You know you
0: Elizabeth Bathory and You know it's a
1: thing It could be a thing But yeah he's just like Oh yeah it's built on A fucking yeah. ever- Indian Bear Indian Bear Whatever by moving the way, on Some fucking old guy Killed his fucking family <laughs> <in here. laughs> But yeah you got the job You're fine
0: Yeah a couple hundred years ago People just fucking buried Everybody here It was no big deal Like it's built weird. This
1: place. Yeah, Allman's just, like, character doesn't
0: fucking care Allman's character Is the
1: weirdest character In the What well, well, I won't say the weirdest, but one of the weirdest characters in this movie. Because
0: all this bad information, it just, just fucking just skims out. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like, oh, yeah. And uh, also, uh, it's all of our soap is eucalyptus, eucalyptus- scented. Yeah. Just just so you know. Like, all right, moving on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, we got about a bunch of black tar heroin in the basement. So no it's your fucking kid touch it.
0: <laughs> Mouthwash is free. Moving yeah. on.
1: But the f- speaking of Indian I used to live on one. No fucking so, shit. Yeah. So when I lived in St. Cloud, there I lived uh, with my old roommate, um, and it was a whole bunch of new, you know, new uh, uh, like townhouses okay. built on this land. And I didn't know it at first, but they apparently I found out later that my roommate, because he, he bought it, they disclosed to him that oh yeah, this is built on a Indian River because you have to do that now. Oh, I'm sure you have to disclose any fucking. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so oh was, yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't find that out until later. Really? We've been already. So I'm like, oh, okay, fuck, whatever. <laughs> and like, there'd be nights where I'd be laying in bed, and I would be, you know, sleeping, and no, all of a sudden, what I'd, most people do in bed. And my my computer was there. I had my you know my old my iMac there, and my mouse and all that shit. And I would be laying there. All of a sudden, I'd wake up to my mouse clicking by itself, like. What the fuck is this? And I would go back to sleep, and it would stop. Yeah, yeah. But then the crazy thing is, so we had, God, what the fuck was it? <laughs> it was, it was, okay, yeah. So it was, uh, it was something. I remember what exactly it was, but it was something that would, that would stick. So we had a, we had a staircase right here, okay, and then the, the hallway would go right in front of it, and there was a little pillar right here. We had something there. It was like a, I think it was like a light or something like a, like one well, of those touch lights. Oh, yeah, one of those press lights. Yeah, yeah. A press yeah. light right there. Okay. And it was just sitting there. And, you know, when something would fall, it would normally just, you know, whoop mm-hmm. and just lay there. Yeah. Right? But, one morning, or no, it was one night I woke up and I heard something loud. I'm like, what the fuck was that? So there was a bathroom just right across the little hallway from the from the bathroom, or mm-hmm. from the from the steps. And that touch light was here. It fucking ended up right in front of the bathroom.
0: Hmm. Like on the floor? Yes.
1: Okay. Hmm. Far away from where it would normally just
0: fall. Interesting.
1: That was the only two paranormal thing. But the fucking, the, the clicking noise on uh-huh. the fucking scary. That's me. the
0: one that would have fucked with me. That was,
1: that was fucked up. I'm like, uh, no, I mean, when I was in I was drunk and high most of the time anyway. So I was like, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. I'm going to party tomorrow. And then <laughs> and then I would just go to sleep. It happened a few times, though. It happened just once. Yeah, it happened just once. It happened a f- like two or three times
0: after hmm. that. Interesting. And then it stopped. I've always been curious about having an experience, but I've never had one. Ever, I know that so many really people. It's, it's one of those ghosts being what I'm referring to here. Is It's always been one of those interesting topics for me. Yeah. And I've always wanted to believe in it and i have a certain level of like it, something's got to fucking be there but it's like i can't wholeheartedly dive in either cuz i've never had anything happen to me
1: <clears throat> so i mean if we got time so i got one more story
0: oh, shit, if if this goes long enough which at this point it's going to i'll just split it up into two podcasts that's fine that's fine cuz 4 hours gets to be a little much you know that's <laughs> if that's how so, it ends up that's
1: fine um so another another story based on it's not indian <laughs> but it's it's based on uh, paranormal shit so right. Um, back in the day when I was in high school, I was, I was a druggie, you know? I mean, who wasn't?
0: We all have a little fun. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I mean, I had more than just fun. (laughs) I was kind of like
0: knee, knee deep
1: in certain crystal additives, (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) I was, I, I was laying in bed one night and so, I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine, rest in peace. He killed himself. But I was laying there, I was talking to him, like, dude, I can't, I can't, I can't fucking sleep, like, I gotta do something, so, and then I called my girlfriend at the time, she didn't fucking care, like, she didn't, whatever, and I was walking up the stairs in my house, and I got to the end of the stairs, and all of a sudden, all I remember was, it was like a dream, I was, I screamed, like, help, like, loud as shit, like, Godlike, like you know, oh, like holy shit. crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, because my grandma died just recently before this, mm-hmm. and I remember, like, I was I have an out of body experience, and I saw myself in the in my kitchen, like going like really fast. You know how you like see videos of and it, it's like, um, like there's like a trail of like people. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And I did, I was that, and then I was, and it ended where I was standing at the end. I was a ghost holding my shoulder. And I hmm. woke up in the living room.
0: In the living room? Yeah. Didn't you say you went up the stairs? And you said help? I Wait, did have. I miss that? Oh, yeah, I, I might, might have. have. <laughs> <I don't> no. <know. laughs> <laughs> so Holy it's, shit. It fucked me up for
1: the entire Holy My shit. entire life. I was like, what, fucking 19 when this... Not even. I was probably 17 when this happened.
0: Hmm. It's like 13 years crazy. ago. Yeah. And that's the shit I want. Like... To a certain degree. You don't. To a certain degree. <laughs> <You> don't. Because <laughs> like, obviously it can fuck with your head. Oh, fucked like, with God, my head so much. Head, many. Holy like,
1: shit. My parents were mad. Like, oh, God.
0: <laughs> but I'd be so curious to have that experience. Wow, these are so foamy. Yeah, definitely not leaving it in there for the extra week anymore. <laughs> my parents like, what the
1: fuck were you on seeing that shit? <laughs> like, I don't know. Was, Too much sugar, Mom? <laughs> like, I didn't tell them. Like, oh, Crystal... It's like, oh, oh, that's girl. all. Too much fucking Mountain Dew. I don't know.
0: <laughs> but, okay. So, hey, Indian fucking burial ground. Indian Breeze burial was over ground. it.
1: Uh, then they fade to Allman, the family, and Watson walking through the hallway in the ugliest fucking carpet ever. The Gold Room carpet.
0: I don't remember that carpet as much. I remember the hallway carpet. It was a hallway right in front of the Gold Room.
1: That's where they were walking. Like the yellow fucking... Like where
0: it's like the, the hexagons almost? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I totally love that oh, carpet then. Oh, fucking gross. Okay, just making sure we're on the same page as far as what fucking. the carpet is. I fucking love that carpet. Fucking up. Let me walk in. I would adore it if this basement was littered with that carpet. Can, yeah, nobody would see it. You'd I'd be, be fine. I'd be totally down with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Hater.
1: Nobody would die from looking <laughs> at that carpet, so you'd be fine.
0: Um, Yeah. So well, something about recently renovated uh, the hotel, right? Was recently renovated. Yeah. Is that what it is? Um, yep. And shortly thereafter, we get to meet uh Chef Dick. Chef Dick comes into play. Good old Chef Dick. And hey then... everybody, this is Chef Dick. <laughs> Scatman Crothers. <laughs> Scatman Crothers. God, I love
1: I fucking love that name <laughs> so much.
0: Scatman. <laughs> scat. Man. scat...
1: Look, you know what scat means? Shitman Crothers.
0: Mm-hmm. Scat- Granted, back in the day, you know, yeah. scatting was a thing too. But... Scat porn. <laughs> Just saying. Ugh.
1: And then Danny gets escorted by the staff member because he's, you know, trying to fuck these twins or whatever.
0: <laughs> and so he's like, "All right, here he is. You <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Can't have this." Bitches uh, are crazy. And so uh, Ullman's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Jack and Wendy down to the basement and show them the boilers and whatnot." <laughs> And uh, Dick's yep. like, oh, is it alright if I take Danny to the kitchen and blah, blah, blah? You know, rape him a little bit, whatever. Yeah, let's go touch him and
1: see what happens. Uh,
0: so sure enough, it, it goes on just as <laughs> such. Then, then Wendy's stupid <laughs>
1: line, oh my god, I need to leave a trail of breadcrumbs to know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you fucking dumbass. Like, it's not that it's hard. It's not
0: that big. That's why Wendy,
1: is so she's such a stupid character, but god, she's... It, it makes me sad that she's crucial to the story.
0: It, in some ways, yeah. I mean... The way she and, and I don't know if it's just because it is who she is, but like the way she played the idiot wife was perfect. <laughs> it really was, but I think that's the way irritating, she is. but perfect. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, hun. I'm like,
0: shut up. <laughs> the, the first oh, and, and again, we'll cover this short, reasonably shortly. Um, the first time he yells at her, I was just like, <laughs> "How is that how you react to that?" Okay. But again, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there <laughs> in like an hour, I guess.
1: <laughs> and then Scatman shows him the meat in the freezer. Which there's a shit ton of. We got chicken, we got fucking pork roast, and we got... You like
0: lamb, Doc?
1: <laughs> you like lamb, Doc? No? What's your favorite food? French fries and ketchup. And then, the crazy part of the whole story here is Dick, Chef Dick, Chef calls Dick. him Doc. Twice. But he doesn't know. He's never heard them say that.
0: Yeah, I, I was wrong before. Wendy didn't go with Alman and Jack. Uh, Wendy is when with, said with, yeah, with, with, with Danny and, and, and Danny. Chef Dick. Or, sh- fuck. You know what I mean. Chef Dick. <laughs> Chef Dick, <laughs> yeah. Wendy, and Danny hanging out. And but yeah, then, he calls him Doc twice. But then he tries to play it off like, oh, I heard you guys say it. And well, that's possible, but well, I don't but think I don't I've said remember it since I've been here. <laughs> yeah. And he just so. sort of shirks it off. like, N- like N- yeah, th- yeah, let's go look at the actual. She's like, I don't think I said it. And he's just like, all right, now we're going to go do this. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah,
1: so then they go into the storage room where all the you know the the dry mu- or the dry food and all yeah, that stuff, canned needs. goods. Uh, then the creepy music starts playing because with this movie, you, once creepy music starts playing, you know something important's coming into the story. Right. Same with the color red. I think that is a big part of it too. The color red.
0: That's actually quite factual.
1: And that's another uh, another movie did that too. Super the, consistent congruency. God, what was that movie that did that? Shit! It, well, it was like a God. What was it? It was another movie that anything that was red had something crucial to the story. It was, it was like the, it,
0: uh, it I was feel like, like the, I know what you're talking about and I can't yeah, draw yeah. it either. It was like like the, the, the,
1: the, uh, Sin City. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sin City did the same thing where it was, it, if it was red, it was crucial because there, you know, the Sin City there was like red. Woman yeah, it's in the much red more blatant stuff.
0: with that. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. But this one
1: is really more, uh, Sin, uh, sh- the, sorry, the shining is a lot more subtle.
0: Oh yeah. Well, kind sure. of
1: I mean because the color is there, but it's
0: just not black and white it's not, where it's just like, hey, here's some fucking yeah, it's crimson. Not,
1: it's not consciousness. It's like you see it mm-hmm. and then something happens, and then you gotta watch it a few times to be able to actually get it. But yeah. Oh, it's a good one. It felt great. Um, but yeah, then you know, Dick is naming off all the food in there, you know, eh, pork rinds and fucking bacon and shit. Pork <laughs> <laughs> The pole. Well, he's black.
0: <laughs> all right, fair enough. Like <laughs> and, and then it
1: cuts to Danny just staring at Chef Dick, like, like it was eyes wide open, mouth open. Again, music building. He, yeah, music is building hardcore. And then you know it show it it, it cuts the audio up, but then it shows um, Chef Dick talking to Wendy, still saying mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then it's a creepy moment, but he stares right at Danny. He's like, "You want some ice cream, Doc?" But it was in his mind.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you could tell, like, his lips, that's not what he said. He was still talking to no, Wendy. No, he was still talking. Yeah. Like, you
1: want some ice cream, Doc?
0: So this is our first sort of inkling that uh, there's... Something. Tony's not just an imaginary person. Exactly. Like, there's something more going on in something Danny's inside head. inside of him. Yeah, something's really in there. Um,
1: but then they exit the exit of the room, and then you see Ullman, Butler bitch. Um, yeah,
0: that's when he grabs Wendy. And Jack. And that's when they go off to the basement. Walk towards yep. Then yeah.
1: then, they, then they go off to the basement... Um, and then this, dick, dick. asks andy danny if
0: you will, like some ice cream creepy yeah. this dick guy is kind of rapey as um, far as the vibes he gives off you know yeah but then a dude it, super good dude but yeah. Um, yeah so now let's have some fucking ice cream dick uh, do you know how i knew your name doc yeah. and your then name then is danny doc just stares at him huh <laughs> <laughs> which i got to say for like an 8 to 10 year old kid he actually did a really good job yeah, in this really movie. Yeah, he did. Cause he was like, oh, words. I don't. Mm-mm. He, he, I was really impressed with Danny's performance this whole he way. It was through. really
1: good. Yeah, and now he's like, he's not even an actor. He's oh, like, oh yeah,
0: totally irrelevant. Probably works at fucking Shopco or something. Yeah, huh? he's, it's it's, it's kind of like uh, Charlie from uh, oh, yeah. Willy he's, Wonka. He, he's like a fucking he, like, farmer now. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's got like a fucking farm of some variety. Yeah, then... raising cattle or some other livestock. But, uh, yeah, he did a super good job, and uh, it, it gives him this fucking stare. And...
1: Yeah, and then, Dick, you know what I'm talking about, don't you?
0: And he goes on to basically say, like, and then... me and my grandmother used to have whole conversations without yeah. saying
1: a word. He thought they were the only two, just like mm-hmm. he thought he was the only one. She called it Shining. Shining. So this is where we get the title from, Obvi. explains how the Shining works. And then Dick is asking him why he doesn't want to talk about it, and then Danny says he's not supposed to. Why? Who, who why? said you can't talk
0: about it? Tony said he oh, can't shit. talk about it. Tony's becoming an increasing antagonist yes, at this point. Yes, and then Disca- Dick asks him,
1: you know, who's Tony?
0: Yeah, He's yeah. a little boy that lives in my
1: mouth. Again, therapy. Just throwing it out there. Probably a good idea. Well, I mean, that's probably what happened now. You know, honestly, now... Friends. In, in this also a good suggestion. D- yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, honestly, in this time of day, if some little kid said that he has a little voice in his mouth, they'd probably throw him a fucking parade and, you know... Civil rights, and this guy should be able to vote twice. Yeah, nowadays for sure. I mean, you got the transgenders doing all this shit that they want to do. I mean, so then you could have you know everybody else do whatever they want to do. But then Dick Chef Dick Chef Dick (laughs) Chef Dick Dick Boyardi asks him if he is the one who tells you things, and Danny says yes. And then he asks him how he tells him these things. Danny says he goes to sleep, and then Tony shows him things. But then when he wakes up, he doesn't remember anything. A little fucked up.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: And then he asks if his mom and dad know about Tony, and Danny says, yes, they do. Mm -hmm. But then Dick asks, do they know that he tells you
0: things? And he said, no, Tony said never to tell them.
1: Ever. Ever to tell
0: them anything. Which, if that doesn't confirm, that something's fucky with this Tony guy. This,
1: that's why I'm Quotations doing these quotes, guy. because this part of the story is crucial. It's a huge part of the story. So Dick again asks, has Tony ever told you anything about this place, about the old hotel? hotel? yeah. Tony, and, and Danny says, I don't know. And he tells him to think really hard, really hard to think. And then Danny ended up saying, maybe he showed me something. Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. And then Dick says, try to think of what it was. And then before Danny even answers that question, he asks, Mr. Alleran, are you scared of this place?
0: And he says, nah. no. no. That's what he does. He's like, no, nah, I ain't scared of nothing, yeah? Is there something bad here? Asks Danny.
1: This is the best part of the entire story. Aww. There you go. But then, but then, but then Dick goes off and saying, you know, um, pe- places are like people. Some shine and some don't. Right. This hotel has something about it, like shining. Doesn't doesn't necessarily say if it's bad or good, but it's got
0: something. Right. To it. Yeah, he, he kind of explains it as like, you know, when something happens in a place, it, it leaves something behind. Right. Exactly. Something only us shiners can see. Not necessarily bad or good. Right. Yeah, yes. it's just like... I fully, love that line. I yeah, love it. Not necessarily bad Every or good. Every place
1: leaves something behind, not necessarily bad or good. And then Danny asks, is there something bad here? And then Dick pauses for a second, because he knows there's something. But then I think that's when he says, you know, when something happens, it can leave a trace of itself mm-hmm. behind. Yep. Many things have happened, and not at all of them are good.
0: Right. And then Danny asks about room <laughs> 237. <laughs> 237. This is when Dick is pissed, and I love it.
1: And he's like, "Room 237." He's like, "You're scared of room 237, aren't you?" It's like, "No, no I no. ain't." Mr. Allen, what is in room 237? And this is the this is a crazy line because the entire
0: movie. Chef Dick is such a nice guy. For sure.
1: Just a a sweetheart.
0: The dude you wish was your grandfather. That kind of guy. The coolest guy ever. I wish that was my grandpa. Fucking A.
1: But then this part is the best. Because nothing... Wait. There ain't nothing in room 237. But you ain't got no business going in there anyway. So stay out. You understand? Stay out.
0: It's the only time he gets real stern. It really
1: is. And then, yeah. But then, a month later...
0: All month. That's why I love these. We jump just, big it's on just that one. Right
1: on the screen. A month later.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said before. Like that. That breakup is just nice. It's like great. It, yeah. it just, it's just nice to have an idea. Like okay, so now they've been spending a month in this isolation.
1: Right. So. Because it puts this. Sp- it puts a sp- uh, time perspective on it. Not necessarily. It's like oh, it's probably all been within a week. Right. Where this, it's like you, you. like Watching it, you're almost there with them. Like it's just taking so fucking long. I mean, because. Can't imagine being in a goddamn hotel for f- six months or whatever it was, with no Which, interaction
0: between. Based people. on the timeline we're given, is like they don't even make it close to the six months. I Hell no! Know. Like it's basically two.
1: Oh yeah, if that.
0: Yeah, about a month and a half, 'cause like. We go the one month later, then the next like break is Tuesday, then it's Thursday, then it's so, Like it's not even like a week for like the next exactly. almost half of a movie, and then like exactly. they bust it out just a couple of more times, maybe another week or so. So it's it's literally almost a month and a half. Yeah. So a month later, shit goes fucking crazy, haywire. <clears throat> it cuts to the front of the whole Overlook Hotel, which happens a lot in this movie. It always
1: shows the same exact front of the hotel. Um, it shows Wendy pushing the room service cart past the gold room um, on that fucking awful carpet again.
0: It's great carpet. And it's fucking awful. Don't listen to that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and then it pushes it, and then she pushes it through the lobby. Uh, and they cuss, cuss to Danny riding on his big wheel. So this is the impossible route that I want to talk about.
0: Yes, this I recall. This is crazy because... Not it, as well as obviously you're going to, but I, I remember them talking about it. Well, I, I mean, like, it, oh. I don't remember it
1: 100%. But part of it is when you see Danny riding on his big wheel in this scene, you know, you can clearly see it's on the first floor, Right. Normally, yeah. But then, somehow he miraculously jumps to the second floor, just riding his big wheel. Mm-hmm. Because it, I think it, I think it's this scene, or it's somewhere towards the towards the end of the movie, when he's riding his big wheel. You can see the staircase, like to the left. I think. I don't remember if it's this part or if it's towards the end.
0: Oh God, I can't remember specific. I, th- I think it's. It might even be like the second time. Might he, have been, but still,
1: I mean, it's the same kind of a thing here. Is it's an impossible route unless you have, a, you know, your fucking Chris Angel or
0: some I, shit. I feel like it's the time that he runs into the twins. I think that might be it. it is the one where you see the but stairs. But this is also an impossible route. I wrote this down. This is also if if you
1: watch the film, you can see it impossible
0: mm-hmm.
1: because it, it jumps from one floor to the next just by riding his big wheel. Yeah. So yeah, watch the documentary cuz I Oh yeah, yeah. This would take another 8 hours just to go through the fucking entire documentary and talking about
0: everything. <laughs> um, it's such a deep doc. Um, so yeah, she's wheeling this cart, Danny's cruising around on his big wheel, which I think that's a really cool effect like mm-hmm. it, it, it's got this like he's riding on carpet, he's riding on hardwood, he's riding on carpet, he's riding that on sound, hardwood, like that sound the, the is the just sound. Exactly. It's got such a <laughs> <laughs> It's foreboding as fuck. Yeah. Like, you can tell the shit's about to start getting crazy. Yeah. Like, it's just something about that scene has this sort of ominous sound effect so much. to it where it's just like, oh, my God. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah. This isn't going to be good. Oh, shit. Almost, I, I don't like this at
1: all. I don't know. Like, I, I think about the... I, I I. mean, I love this movie so much. I think about it too much. But it's almost like Jack's heartbeat. Like, because like, the entire movie, you see Jack just going... Just slowly getting fucking crazier mm-hmm. and crazier and crazier. It's almost kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I follow what you're saying. I think about oh, a little yeah. bit too. I think I, am You but, know, if Kubrick is here, I, you'd probably I was to say. say I'm fucking
0: I think it's crazy. to say that, like there's no such thing as too deep with this movie, especially being as we've both seen the documentary and recall God. it to certain levels. Like there is so much depth to this it's, that it's not absurd it's, to read that deep there, into there, it. There,
1: with this movie, there's a lot more beneath it that's on the surface.
0: Um, so big wheel, uh, just kind of see him kind of cruising around as like a lap or so, and then and then it cuts to Wendy finally arriving <laughs> to the room with breakfast for Jack, <laughs> <And her> which <laughs> <laughs> I like this scene too quite a bit. Jack's general like indifference like, and sort of coy attitude to her bringing him breakfast, <laughs> bacon and the eggs Like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Good morning, Han. Like, like, shut the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm.
0: did you do not breakfast.
1: see? Do you not see your husband going fucking nuts? Because, honestly, if I was with somebody like that, and I've known them for a long time, you mm-hmm. can definitely tell when they're starting
0: to get percent oh, screw loose. Yeah, yeah. But I think
1: with Wendy, she's just so oblivious to it. Like, she doesn't want to believe it.
0: Oh, definitely not. She sees it. I think she sees it. I think she does, too. I but agree with she's that. she's just like, nah, you know, it's going to get better. They start to, like, kind of, one, one thing they mention in this scene is like, oh, it's 1130. Like, he just woke up. It's 11 fucking 30 right. almost afternoon at this point. And he's like, oh fucking eleven thirty. So you can tell, like his sleeping habits are already going to shit. Like something's yeah. changing in him already. And yeah, they've could, only been there about a month now.
1: Yeah, and she's asking if Jack will take him take her for a walk. He's like, well, I should probably get some work done
0: first. Yeah, I, I even wrote like, uh, yeah, he's like, no, nah, I need to make some progress on my writing. And he, it, like the way he says it is super patronizing. Yeah, he's like, ah, maybe I should get some work oh, done yeah. first. Well, like this, this trip
1: is all about him.
0: Yeah. oh, 100 percent.
1: All about him. He doesn't care about his family.
0: They only went there because he wanted to have isolation and be able to write. Yeah, it's the only reason they're and he, there. It's and he, all Jack. need the brought whole way. Them in,
1: you know, because they didn't want to go. Like, no. you can clearly see that in the beginning. They didn't want to go.
0: I mean, it was obvious with Danny right away when Wendy's go, talking but, about know, it.
1: Wendy was like, "Oh, it's gonna be fun." She didn't want to fucking go. Yeah. In no fucking way she want. I wouldn't want to fucking go. It was like, oh, hey, somebody come up to me like, hey, you want to go spend fucking six months in a hotel? I would probably not gonna fucking, <laughs> not ourselves. gonna be able to leave ever. And I might
0: kill you towards the end of it. <laughs> just a heads up. Sure. <laughs> this is something that I hadn't really thought about till just now. Does, do we know, because maybe I missed this, that, that Jack ever told her about what happened in 1970? Nope, he didn't. Like she's just kind of oblivious to that the whole yeah, time, he, right? Yeah, because he he was gonna because st- in the beginning yeah, of the movie you're continuously oblivious. When she was
1: talking to Almond, she he said that he was gonna tell her about because she's at a you know a ghost nut and
0: all this stuff. He never told her,
1: yeah. he never said anything. Yeah, about it's it. That's not on
0: screen. Wait, you could maybe assume maybe if you want to, but, but like it never happens. She if, doesn't really ever seem to understand. But if it's a what's movie, going
1: on. if it's a movie of Alina, that would be crucial because telling her something, telling her something tragic that happened like it because of. Cabin fever,
0: would be a huge part of the story. It would so be.
1: if it's not in the movie, I doubt that he she ever he ever even told her. I doubt
0: it. Fair enough. I mean, logically speaking, yeah. To to get that news, it would change the character's outlook on well, what's to come.
1: I mean, the J, the way Jack's personality is in this entire movie, I doubt it. He wouldn't yeah, fucking right. Say true.
0: That's very true. He's selfish. And even when he was talking about it in that uh, initial interview, he's like, ah, they'll be fine with it, you know? Like, ah, yeah. oh, she likes this sort of shit. Uh, it's not even going to be a big yeah, deal. You yeah. know. He's selfish. Very much he so. He
1: really is. But even though, he's my favorite character in this entire movie. I was just fucking tipped over my chair. Jesus oh. Christ. Yeah, but then Wendy's creepy face shows up again. <laughs> 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 like, seriously, she's It's scared. not a great face. <laughs> like, she needs to, be, like, she should have been, like, a fucking, the next Freddy Krueger. Because her face is weird. She's totally good. If- but then Jack seems really on edge. Already.
0: We're, and we're still in the apartment, right? In this yeah. scene, he yeah, seems yeah. on
1: edge a little bit. He's like, Ugh. like he's just
0: fucking annoyed. Yeah, well, annoyed Compl- that he wanted that she wanted to have him take her for a walk. Like, yeah. nah, I don't have fucking time for that. Yeah, I'm here for this. I need to write Leave my, me alone. Then you write my fucking book. Like, not so blatantly, but you, comes, you could read it out of how he said it. <laughs> and his 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 definitely
1: opinion definitely comes out. Oh, very towards very the end, and it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. The way he delivers his insult is awesome.
0: Agreed. Um, uh, so at this point, like he's like, "Yeah, I gotta get some writing done." So we like we jump downstairs real quick, and now he's well, sitting at a blank typewriter.
1: I want to say one thing before that. Go for it. One really great quote that really ties into the movie. He tells Wendy, "When I came up here for my interview, it's as if I've, it's, it's, it's as if I've been here before."
0: I recall the line. Yeah. I didn't take stock in it, however.
1: Almost as if I knew what was going to be around every corner.
0: That's what he said. You're right. Quote. Yep, yep. And it's a great line. Having finished the movie now and again paying attention more than I ever have when before. When you remember the ending, right? Yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. That line resonates very well. Goddamn. Well done, Stan. Well done. Oh, God. A. Kubrick
1: is amazing. He's one of my favorites. Deep. D- 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 fa- d- uh, but yeah, then it goes to um, Custod Jack's typewriter uh, with a cigarette
0: burning in an ashtray. Uh, Puts and around, starts. Throwing the uh, ball. Clearly getting nowhere, sitting at his typewriter, so now he's fucking throwing his ball at yep, the wall. trying to get you know? inspiration, I'm sure. Yeah, just get his mind um. moving, doing something, whatnot. And then we cut away from that pretty quickly. I mean, it it just sort of lingers there for like, I don't know, 30 or so seconds. Uh, And then uh, Wendy and Danny are running and playing around, you know, just sort of running in the maze, wandering around the, yeah, the hedge maze now. Which, like, I'd love to just go into a hedge maze sometimes. Like, it just looks so fucking
1: cool. I've been in the fucking hay bale mazes. Scariest yeah. fucking shit I've ever. They're small, but it's the fucking scariest thing. I'm claustrophobic like crazy.
0: Ah, well, that'll do it then. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I'm like, when I can't get the fuck out,
0: I scream like a bitch. Can't do it. <laughs> can't fucking do it. I hate it. I don't
1: like it. All
0: right, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, putzing around in the fucking hedge maze. And Jack's wandering around the fucking hotel like a madman, just tossing this ball around still. Um, and comes across a model of the hedge maze. I love this scene. I think this was like a a really, yeah, yeah, I took note of it right away. Just sort of lording over this fucking hedge maze, which is like, all right, if that's not fucking foreshadowing in some way, then I don't know what the fuck is, but like. it's got this cool, like, he's looking down at the hedge maze uh, model, and then it slowly, like, turns into a fade in, of them zooming down them. into them actually being in the, the hedge maze. And then that creepy music comes back again, too. Right, So it kind of
1: tells you, like, oh, this is probably going to be very important. Big, um, huh? And then yeah. It goes back yeah, to giant maze. Yeah.
0: And then Tuesday. Yep. Everybody's favorite day of the week. The day before hump day. Hump day is my favorite. And
1: then it goes, you know, the... Normal front of the hotel shot, like yep. they do every single time. Um, Wendy's making. Do supper? they literally do that every
0: time they show that? There's a lot. Like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Like check out the hotel again. There's a lot of scenes. They kind of they do do that quite a bit as an establishing hotel, shot. Because yeah. like, I, as soon as it starts snowing, like every time they make that break, they're like, "Yeah, it's still fucking snowing, by the way." Yeah. Like yeah, days later, that, still snowing.
1: Yeah, because the front of this hotel on a Tuesday is just fucking just dumped,
0: like dumped a crazy
1: crazy with snow
0: uh so wendy's making some food now she's, she's putzing around in this hotel kitchen um <laughs> her news fruit. is sort of what's that
1: her cocktail fruit
0: is that what I, I didn't even pay attention yeah, she was, was fruit opening? Cocktail. all yeah.
1: right all right
0: yeah i haven't had fruit cocktail in fucking ages holy shit uh and the uh, the, the tv is on as, or maybe it was the radio i guess i didn't really I don't remember that it was a tv it okay was a TV. um and it's talking about the storm that's about to fucking just wreck shit you know Um, it's just it's coming in the the radio or TV show in this case is uh, out of Denver and they're like everywhere around us is just fucked it's still pretty nice here it's hard to believe it's fucking snowing everywhere else (laughs) yeah you believe
1: that you're hard it's hard to believe that it's snowing in fucking Denver
0: (laughs) you're in the fucking mountains you're in
1: Colorado
0: It snows yeah. regularly. Holy
1: shit, it's snowing, and we're living in Colorado. It's fucking crazy.
0: I live in Minnesota. What's snow? Yeah. What's
1: what, snow? I live in Minnesota. and you know, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if, Which I mean, if it's a big storm, sure, but at the same time, yeah, nobody guess, should be surprised
0: that it's snowing in Colorado. No, not at all. Not at all. And it's just sort of like also catty like news banter at the same oh, time. I right. was like, yeah, 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 "Yeah, about that fucking weather." <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm gonna be fucking my fucking
0: island. <laughs> and now for the weather, but Scott storms. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it's gonna fuck you up.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Holly. All right, so uh, <laughs> storms about to hit. Um, Danny's you know cruising about on his strike again. I'm so fucking jealous of that big. Every
1: time I see, even now. At my age. Like, I wish I had a big wheel. I could just ride in a hotel.
0: Side note, they make adult big wheels that are super gnar. They do, gnar. but we got to drift them outside. You do. Yeah, yeah. would be fine with it. And they're pretty pricey. I'd be, yeah. yeah I've like, looked at them. Like, like 700 like a, bucks for yeah, a good one. Yeah, I thought, I've seen more. <laughs> but then he rides by
1: room 237 and Ooh,
0: stares
1: st- at it. Stop!
0: Ah! Catches his eyes, he passes by, and he's uh, he just cuts it short. Stops probably, what, I don't know, probably 10 feet after yeah. the, passing the door. Uh, and then just turns his head back around, stares the door he a little stares bit. Stares
1: at it, and then it grabs the knob, and it's locked.
0: Yep. yep. Goes to open a, it, but no such dice.
1: Then you got a quick flash of the twin girls again. And, uh, and he just stares at the door the entire time. Eh, back on the old truck, I guess. Back on the truck, slowly he backs, backs up, 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 lays back on it, and fucking
0: rides All away. Right. And then he <laughs> keeps looking back <laughs> at the door.
1: That damn big wheel, man.
0: So now jack's making some progress doing a little typing well seemingly making wow. some progress let's let's be honest he's not really making any but uh he's do, doing a little bit of typing <laughs> finally you know and uh wendy just comes out <laughs> to just sort of see how things are going <laughs> i'm just gonna say i love this scene quite literally so asks how things are going <laughs> I love this scene get a lot so written much. today
1: <laughs> well she first she starts off hi hon
0: Get a lot written today. <laughs> yes, yes. It just looks
1: annoyed as fuck. Oh, irritated just, that
0: she's even there. Yeah, yeah. Just staring
1: at her like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Weather forecast: It's gonna snow tonight. This is the. Best. What do you want me to do about <laughs> it? Like, <laughs> I fucking love
0: it. He just, just again super patronizing, and he's just smiling
1: sadistically, teasing. Like,
0: what the fuck do you want me to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> and then he
1: tells her, "Oh, don't be so grouchy." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being grouchy. I just want to finish my work, and he just smiles. Like, Dude, Jack Nicholson has such a good, creepy smile. He does. It's amazing. His eyebrows.
0: Uh, oh, the eyebrows. <laughs> the that eyebrows was something I, I took thing, big note bro. of, of the, in this movie. Was just how expressive he is with those. eyes. That is what makes the movie, and or what not. Ma- what makes the movie? What makes his character so believable is the eyebrows. Yeah. Like just the way he expresses and is constantly just looking fucking. Yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> oh God, it. I so love much. it. Uh, but yeah, not being grouchy. You know, like, oh well, uh, maybe maybe I can read what, you, what <laughs> progress like, you make later. <laughs> all
1: perky and shit. Like,
0: yeah, oh, maybe read your stuff later. Even after he was just like, "How the fuck should I know? I, I can't <laughs> fix it." You know, just like totally like, yeah, "Leave me alone." She's like, oh, "Okay, well, maybe I can read what you did later." <laughs> okay. Well clearly Jack's agitated at this point. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So <laughs> like an asshole, <laughs> he basically tells her to fuck off. Yeah. Like, let leave me... me the fuck alone when I'm working. If I'm down here, you hear typing, I'm down da- don't fucking come in yeah. here. Like
1: Yeah, the quotes. Wendy, let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupting me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me.
0: Yeah, the fucking you're the distracting hitting himself me. on
1: that, you're distracting me. And then he rips that fucking paper, too. And he's like, you understand? You get it? Oh, God, it's so good. He's like, she's like,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll leave you alone. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and when he's point, like. That was like an awkward stare between them. And then, like. He's like, okay, I'm going to make a well, new rule. I should leave.
1: <laughs> when you hear me typing, and then he just mockingly hit."
0: Yeah, yeah. Mocking it's the typewriter. And again, like, makes the, like, smiling, like, ha, ah, yeah. ha, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> like. Or when I'm
1: not typing, whether you're typing whatever the fuck I'm doing, when I'm in here, it means I'm working. That means don't come in. Think you can handle that? Think you can handle that? God, it's so good. I love I, that so
0: fucking that much. It's seen. So, she's just like, yeah, <laughs> like, it's just breaking her down. Oh like, yeah, she's falling apart. Which it, it sort of makes you wonder, like, how much of this was already happening when he was drinking, right? Oh, you know it is. Like because the, she's not the surprised. way she. Yeah, she's not not taken aback by no, this. She's, she's like, oh, surprised. okay. Well, Jack's in one of those moods again. Yeah, you know?
1: she's
0: like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh shit! Now nah, he's pissy again. <laughs> and here, then here he go. says, "Fine. Why don't you
1: start right now and get the fuck out of yeah. here?" <laughs> <laughs> And all she says is okay, and then she okay. just leaves. <laughs> like that's. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Would you start right now? And get the fuck like, out th- of here. There's not that much expression on her face that whole time. No. Like it's it's not until she's like out of the situation. She's like, oh. I'm a little distraught over this. Oh my god, I it, love... it's just one of those moments like that we sort of alluded to earlier, where it's like she is just dumb <laughs> as fuck. I
1: Fucking love that scene.
0: So dis. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: even though he's being such a dick, but at the same time, like I can understand it. And
0: it's comically dickish in as dark a way as it's sort of portrayed.
1: I don't care. I totally, totally get it. I mean... Oh, me too. I wouldn't say that in those words out of my mouth. Right. (laughs) I would say, you know, I'm busy. Just kind of just leave me alone for a
0: second. I actually had a moment like this with Nicole just yesterday. Uh, in, in preparing for this, yeah. I, I was I was ju- I just got home from bio life, did my shit. I was like, all right, I gotta head upstairs and do this. And I was like, I'm gonna go upstairs and do this. And she's like, well, I, I gotta cook and do this and this. So if you want, you can do it downstairs. I was like, look, you're making teriyaki hot dish. There's not much involved in that. So you're gonna sit here bored as fuck on your phone while I constantly am pausing a movie and taking notes on it. Right. There's no point in me sitting down here. Not to mention, all you do is distract me because obviously you're bored and you want somebody to, to interact with. I get it but that's exactly why I can't be down here while I'm doing this. Like, right. I totally get have that whole distraction, like, go fuck off when I'm trying to do something. Like, right. I mean, you just can't say it like that. Well,
1: you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be a dick, but at the same time, you'd be like,
0: you know, I'm kind of busy doing this. But, like, that's what makes it so interesting is you can, if you do anything with your life at all, you can understand kind of where he's coming from. Well, like, Yeah,
1: yeah, you can. I mean, you can. Yeah, just don't, I mean, everybody, every guy I'm sure has thought this in their mind. Like, get the fuck out of here. Just, yeah. Fine, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> but we're not gonna say that. Well, most of us. Most of us, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got the guys that kill their families. And, but not not the most homely of folks.
0: Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Moving on, new but then, day. But then Wendy walks away, and she
0: just, can, and Jack continues just t- typing, typing t- 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 t-
1: t- 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 away, typing his sentences.
0: Which, yeah, yeah. When when they get to that part later. Yeah, maybe I should save that for then. But like, it's you. I was left at least wondering: Is this something he did like in one fucking run, or is this like from the first time oh, we see him typing? Is this what he's been doing? That big. Like yeah, stack. yeah, yeah. yeah the stack. I thought about like, that too. Like, is this too. what he's been doing this entire time? Is this been bother, or like what's been affecting him know, since think... the beginning? Or is this like, all right, he got a fucking run. He's not sleeping very much, so he just fucking typed all these fucking things in one night. I
1: don't know. I think I think at first he probably had a genuine like. Want to be able to like actually make something?
0: Oh, I definitely agree. He had a so a he want probably for was that. typing
1: something actual like that that meant something, but after a while, he's probably like, "Oh, fuck it!"
0: Like, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Once he loses his mind, he's like, "You know what?
0: Fuck it." <laughs> and and he's—I mean—he's fucking teetering on the edge already at this oh, yeah. point. like he, it, it's te- got to start soon.
1: He's teetering on the edge before the fucking movie. Even
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah good point. Before the fucking <laughs> beginning of the movie. Good like, point.
1: <laughs> he's getting—he's fucking almost nuts like before. Anything even happens before they even get to the hotel.
0: So Thursday arrives, and Thursday is a super short day apparently. So,
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Wendy and Danny are uh, out putzing around, playing in the snow, enjoying the snowstorm as much as you probably could in the, in this yeah. scenario, right? Yep. I mean, make the best of your shitty situation. Take advantage of the fact that it's awesomely snowy outside. <laughs> yeah. You're so they're, probably, they're all yeah. just chasing each other around, playing whatnot. Um, and Jack's just, like, full-on creeping out the window. Oh, yeah. Like, so- he's got this, like, his head's, like, aimed down, but, like, he's also looking up, and his this eyebrows is- are super, like, Rrr.
1: This is another iconic image of this movie. So, the high-pitched sound comes, you know, that f- just yep. like, the fucking just makes your fucking, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then iconic image of Jack staring out the window.
0: Just psychotic as fuck. Yeah, psychotic is the perfect. I love. Word
1: for it. I love that image so much. It's because you know, like you're, know, you know, at this point, like he's, he's there, like he's fucked.
0: If he makes that face, like pre-movie, like he's trying out for the party. If he makes that face, oh, yeah, you're hired. In, yeah. Oh, oh, you're Jack Torrance. Yeah. You're Holy done. shit. You Get out of here, him. Johnny Depp. Fuck off. I know he yeah. wasn't like a a thing then, but like... <laughs> He's probably like six years old. Like,
1: I want to be in the movie, too! I, I'm Jack Torrance! <laughs> I want to be Jack Torrance!
0: But yeah, it's just like, it's it's a face that, like, if you saw that and you were casting for a movie, you're like, that's the fucking guy. Yeah. Like, that is it. Like, What's it this? is just some of the most intense facial expression you've ever seen in yeah, a fucking I mean, movie.
1: That's the thing with Nicholson, though. Like, his... Just his facial expressions is amazing.
0: It's it's rare that you you're that, like... Struck by a scene with no words, you know. Oh God, I, it, that when I first saw it, I was like, "I'm like, oh my God." There's no action. There's no, no words. Just literally, nothing just is happening. There. He's standing and staring, and it's just got this super foreboding, intense, fucking <laughs> yeah. feeling. Like, oh my God, like, like
1: he's about to fuck shit up. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm super glad you made me watch this movie, like, and appreciate it and be able to take notes on it and yes. all that stuff. Because, like, again, up to this point, like, if anybody asked me if I liked The Shining, I would have been like, "It's a whatever movie." Like, but after really sitting down and taking the nose and, and, and as a, as the movie happens, picking it apart a little bit. Oh yeah. Like, Oh fuck. Now I get it. That's why this is my, one of my favorite movies ever made. And if this is supposed to do anything, this podcast, it's to put that same fucking thing in you, you people out there listening. Like fucking check
1: this out. It's so good. Yeah. If anybody's never watched this, you need to do it now. Like now, like literally stop what you're doing and watch this movie.
0: Actually, wait till the end of the podcast. Oh, that too. (laughs) All right, or do both? Now is a good time for a quick pause because I gotta take my first piss break. I do too, actually. All right, we'll be right back after Thursday. That is the end of the first half. Oh shit! What a perfect spot to break. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording. There will be more. Of course, the shocking second half of The Shining. Uh, but we plan on keeping on doing these. So uh, come back for the second half and get ready for some more 8 millimeter dissection. Thanks for listening, guys. This is PD saying, peace!